Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hello, Internet, and welcome to Season 271, Episode 4, because it was a short week of the Daily Zeitgeist. This is a production of iHeartRadio, and it is the podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Friday, January 20th. Happy birthday, Mom. Uh, and it's also oh. Friday, so let's celebrate. And it's also International Day of Acceptance. Oh, shout out all my DJs. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm getting a little getting choked, choked up. up. Damn. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I just... I looked back at my Techniques 1200s and I said, what? It's National Disc Jockey Day? You know it is. <laughs> Shout out to all my people who rock sure M44G needles on their turntables because, you know, that's what the Invisible Scratch Pickles use. Shout out, Hubert. Uh, also, it's National Butter Crunch Day and National Cheese Lovers Day. Woo! Love Sorry, a soundboard. No, nah, it's yeah, all good. I know, know it comes to the territory. I got to do that. I know it comes to the territory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, first, me. My name is Miles Gray, a.k.a. There's a place off Zeitgeist Avenue. I'm going to be a dad dealing with poo. Not going to get any sleep, and that's all right. Eating all day, staying up all night. Nice. Shout out to Vulgar Events on the Discord for that uh, Ocean Avenue inspired, a.k.a. I'll always say this tidbit of information. The violin player on Yellow Card, he claims he was the first dude to, first dude to do a backflip at a rock show. He claims that? He yeah, he would claim shit he, like that. Like, dude, I, like I did the rock backflip. And you're like, okay. You are just you were just having to do a lot because you were the fiddler in Yellow Card. But yeah. that's okay. No shade. Who yeah. was that lovely soundboard sound coming from? Oh, you know who it was. The yeah. Dark Lord of Sounds. Wait, that's what was that right. last <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's Look, me, Dark Lord of Sounds. It's the number Dark one, Lord. the Wire rewatch podcast in the world. Well, hold on. And, let me introduce you. Oh, um, yes. You know about the number one Sopranos rewatch podcast in the world, Pod right. Yourself a Gun. Now he's got the number one The Wire rewatch podcast in the world, Pod Yourself The Wire. He's yeah. also a comedian. Also, <laughs> also a new father who I look up to uh, and his wonderful partner. But without further ado, please welcome from the Bay Area, Mr. Matt Lieb. Hey, I'm so glad to be co-hosting 
with you today, Miles. I love you, and I'm so excited for your future fatherhood. I can't wait to have a baby. I want us to press our babies together. Aim them at each other. That's what I always it, say to people with little babies. I'm like, yeah, we can aim them at each other like Furbies. Yeah, you know? honestly, to be real with you, I've been shocked by the amount of parents who like will be like holding their young baby and we'll be holding our young baby mm-hmm. and i'll be like hey we should go over there and press our babies together right and right. they're like <laughs> no they don't like francesca doesn't want to do it i was like but what's why why have babies it's like going to a dog park and be like no my dog and me in the corner it's like, right, no. right right let him baby it up one time let him baby it up please please no I'm, I'm all about that and i i i'm also just like as I think about it, I'm like, but what are they doing? You know what I mean? Like, we're quite literally just going to aim them at each other until they develop some more skills. But, hey, yeah, uh, that's we'll all content for the Patreon called <laughs> Matt and Miles Daddy Voyage. Tune in. <laughs> Daddy guns. <laughs> Baby. Oh, yeah. man. Well, let's introduce our guest today. Without further ado, I would like to introduce somebody who's not just a wonderful person. Actually, he's an activist. He's a fucking poet. And doesn't he know it? Also an yeah. MC, uh, and also makes some of my favorite cold brew. It's not often somebody is actually straddling so many different genres it's and like areas of influence. Threat. It's Mr. Ernest Slimmingway himself, the host of the Hood That's Politics no. Podcast, Propaganda! Hey, first things first, I proper, making all the politics <laughs> Playboy's bunny, so I'm selling coffee. Those who was like us, they don't get nothing but caffeination. Ooh. Unless it smells like sanitation. Man, let's go! Mm. I'm on TMZ, y'all! Did you say TMZ? <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. You said TMZ, prop. I didn't. I said TDZ. Oh, okay. I'm making sure. I thought I heard TMZ, Play games too. with me. <laughs> yeah. I just, that's why I backed away from the camera. I don't know what y'all talking about. Listen. I like that, here's too. The thing. I'm, I like y'all. I love hearing rookie daddies talk. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you know, y'all cute. Yeah. You feel me? Because you still talk about, listen, there's very <laughs> few. There, Listen, those first few months, there are very few joys that dad get. Yeah, that's true. And during those first few months, you know what I'm saying? Like the bonding that your partner has in gestating. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I don't know if your if your partners decide to like breastfeed. Yeah, she's or breastfeeding. Case. Yeah, so me watching my wife bond. Yes, like, just this like deep, you know, spiritual yeah. like one with the ancestors. Yeah, symbiosis. Like, lineage. It's right. not fair. Yeah, this like lineage that all humans have. Yeah, and I'm just like at four in the morning. Hey, can you change her? And you're just like, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got so, you. So I don't get no joy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the joy you get. Is what you saying? Going to the park, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Moving her head like me. I've always done the like yeah. the '90s fushnik and rap hands with my daughters. <laughs> you know, I rip it, I kicks it, yeah, I flips it yeah, when I drop it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. so, that's what I was doing. You know what I mean? Whipping and nay nay yeah. with the little baby. Oh, bodies. I can't man. Like there's, I mean, yeah. The, part of me is like, I don't know get. how much I'll share. Like you know, the the images of my kid online. But then the other half of me is like, bro, with TikTok, I might wild the fuck out. Being like, watch my, Fam, watch me get this little kid. I just see walking on TikTok. Listen, that's when I created the burner account. The private <laughs> burner account was just for my children. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I could do all these stupid little voices and. Yeah, it was getting down. Uh, well, yeah, no, we have like a whole app that's just for like baby photos and baby videos and shit because we don't want to put it yeah. on like if you put it on Instagram, then like people might think, oh, he's given up his illustrious <laughs> podcasting career. 
And I don't want people to yeah, think totally. that. It's yeah, like, you're no, focused. No, you're focused. no, no. I'm still going to post no, it's over here. content. Yeah. But if you want to see baby stuff, you yeah. got to go to this other app. Well, you, you just let it go. It's like you already know when that, that you know, the baby's going to take over your gram. Right. So just create another. You got right. a separate gram. Separate yeah, gram. That's all I that's do. That's what you got to do. I like that. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, look, it, we always we'll always pay homage to the OGs and the daddy game. So I appreciate you coming <laughs> through prop. Yeah. I also appreciate how uh, something I feel like I don't know if everybody knows just how analog y'all's uh, intro always is, you know, in 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 honor of the DJ day. twelve, you know, technique. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Still carrying crates. You know, y'all's uh, y'all's intro is analog yeah like you really do be turning your head going yeah! oh yeah i gotta do it there's no effects yeah, i was like this is really they really do this every look, morning i was I, look i was a little rapper in high school i knew how to i knew how to do some shit on the I mic you know what i mean mic, when I went, <laughs> into those Wu-Tang interludes and stuff anyway uh <laughs> let's tell <laughs> the people a little bit about what we're gonna discuss first today prop let's see first of all yeah. Uh, there's trouble in right-wing Griff City because Steven Crowder <laughs> says he was offered a slave's deal from the Daily Wire. We'll get into what Here the fuck that go. even means, and it's going to make your eyes explode out your head. Uh, then we're going to talk about that Martin Luther King Jr. sculpture and the really... I was so hoping I was, I was going to be able to talk about it. Okay. I mean, look, yeah. it's, look, there's a big debate, especially with art, the art world. They're like, is mm. it too modern? Because we're used yes, to only seeing these like neoclassical renderings of historical right. figures yeah, and yeah, and yeah, because yeah. of that we can't handle it is it or because does it just look like uh, it looked like it looks cunning language is it because it just looks like he's a cunning language which is he's not that's a good is. thing and also i'm not mad at he had a very clear and obvious extra yeah <laughs> and also i'm just also to learn i didn't i didn't realize that coretta scott king's cousin was really out here on some very odd <laughs> politics so oh we'll no yeah because he's the one he's this. the one who kicked off the like it looks like a dick discourse yeah. and then everyone's oh, like that's well, coretta's cousin even says it and that's why megan kelly felt sort of you know emboldened to also a little, little free shit. Anyway, so we know how that Although goes. Although, let this be a lesson to all white people. Just because we talking about something. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Don't mean you get to talk <laughs> about something. This isn't the venue anyway, for, we'll for, your, for your input. But yes. I appreciate yes. the... But there were... I love the tweets, though, that were like, look, and I have... Oh, I really shouldn't be saying this because this isn't, this isn't for me to say, but it does look like a bad sculpture. And I'm like, thank <laughs> you, wrap just, around sunglasses yeah. avatar. Yes. And then... Absolutely. We'll talk about absolutely that. changing my uh my piece of social media that I've been <laughs> thinking about changing my last question. Let me go ahead and uh, all right, yeah. all right, rechange it right okay, now. Anyway, that, we have time till the end of the episode, and then we're gonna talk <laughs> about the N NHL. Man, they've they've been they've been they've been in the news for being too woke and not woke enough. I don't know. It, it's all a problem. <laughs> and then we'll ask the question: Is is Velma the new yes. animated series so bad that it's a psyop? <laughs> there'd be Velma discourse on this. Oh we got God. Velma discourse. We got I've been MLK discourse. Velma discourse for the last week, and it's Dude, been blowing I can't, my I goddamn can't even mind. Keep up with it. That I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, what are we saying now? I'm not gonna yeah, watch yeah, yeah. the show. It's not the show that's no, important. I don't discourse. even think it's a show. I think it's just discourse. Yeah. When, and I think the discourse is the psyop. And I think yes. that's where we'll zoom it's gotta out be. a bit. Um, but we'll There's get to be. all that and more. But first, prop. Yo, Los Angeles Yo. is very own. Can you tell us something? What's something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Okay. There's a number of things. I thought about doing like father theme stuff. But I feel like everybody doing that. But this is, <laughs> this is, I mean, I guess it's kind of dad energy. The one thing, I mean, it was two things. One that I did real quick, which was like how to wash your like blinds 
window shutters with like a power washer. Oh, wait, what? Huh? Okay, wait, your so, blinds you know, like on the interior? The outside yeah. ones. No, the inside ones. Okay. You take them off and hang them up outside. Oh, yeah. okay, got it. And wash them because the dust and wasn't doing it. But that's not the main thing that I was like really down the rabbit hole for. That's just dad energy. One thing I was down down the rabbit hole on was butterboards. Butterboards. Oh, yeah, on like the on TikTok where people just do different spreads of kinds of butters and Fam. shit. I was like, okay, I know I've brought up. I feel like sometimes I don't be trying to, but <laughs> the thing is, I I'm very. If y'all don't know this already about me, I'm very curious. I'm interested in everything. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Everything for me is amazing and interesting and a sociological study, yeah. anthropological study. So like a lot of times when I bring up white shit, it's not to make fun of them. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a Sufjan Stevens fan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wouldn't seen Cigaros. You know what I mean? Like I like white shit. I love you know that saying? stuff. I love that You're stuff, like right? Me. Wow, that's like level 60 white people stuff you just Bro, mentioned. I got a, I got a like, I got a varsity level like white card. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like I'm into this shit, but there are, there are boundaries. And mm. I was like, first of all, in my defense, I didn't, I thought, I thought my wife made up the word charcuterie board. <laughs> I was like, you made Wait, that hold up. On, I'm have to, that's not no, a word. I don't care what you say. Vagina. Don't. That's, I was like, it sound like clitoris. Like, you made that <laughs> up. Charcuterie that board. word sound like clitoris and cooter <laughs> yeah. and coochie all wrapped <laughs> all in one. Together. Yeah. Yes. You made that word up. I ain't know it. I didn't know what that shit was until like a year ago. So. When I might have to pull some, your white some, card now. You only heard about I, the charcuterie board. Like, I was like, there's limits, Jason, right? <laughs> so then when I heard about this butter board, I was like, okay, first of all, I'm not really a big butter fan anyway. And then secondly, I'm just like, what's up with y'all and not liking to put food on plates? <laughs> like, oh. you, I just don't understand what you got against plates. Like, you be seeing like, you know, the TikToks with like spaghetti just on the table. Oh, I've missed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's like yeah. a food I, fetish thing, I think. I, I'm like, miss me with this, man. I, What's wrong with plates? What's wrong with plates? Mm. I'm uh, I'm pro plate. I want to put okay. that yeah. out there. Okay. I love plates. You're also, you're also watching uh, uh, The Wire, which is some of the blackest shit ever. That's so, true. Like, yeah, uh, so, clearly. I mean, you know. I don't know if he's I, a good I, arbiter. I don't know this. if I'm in touch with that like level of middle <laughs> America white where they're yeah. like putting spaghetti like, you know, on a on an island. Uh, that's yeah. made of marble and like I mix all food on on here. It's like that. I, I, is that weird? A, yeah. I'm not sure if it's a white person thing or if it's like it's nah, a food TikTok. fetish thing. No, nah, it's a food. We were talking about all those messy recipes or people just mashing shit together and people yeah. are like, no, nah, yeah. no, nah, that, that, that's Why? like that's what TikTok is too. Like you're you're somehow but, being okay, fed like so, yeah. other content so I, you don't know about. But the butterboard thing I understand because that is like that is no, what, a that's just you, that's off the charcuterie so look, board tree where they're like. You love to yeah. have it. It's so all about look, spreads, so, visual spreads. Yeah. So look, like if you're okay, so if we're in like West Africa mm -hmm. or like Ethiopia, culturally, there is a big cauldron of food. Yeah. And right. you have your like injera or whatever. Or and you eat from the same cauldron, yeah, right? So banku, that's like yeah. cultural. You understand what I'm saying? And so there's a history of that. I totally understand. There's etiquette. They've been doing this for thousands of years, so they know how to do this. Y'all just taking butter and smearing it on wood <laughs> and putting various seasonings in different parts of the butter Ugh. and then just bread around the side and we all supposed to just dip into this this contest for it right, that's right. what happened somebody came one of the homies oh, who was a, okay. a homie 
Like, I, this is a homie. Like, I'm not dissing this. That's the homie. <laughs> mm-hmm. All her podcast was doing this butterboard contest. And I was like, I say this with no baggage and no pretense. <laughs> right. The fuck is a butterboard? Right. Like, <laughs> and, and, like I'm honest. I honestly want to know. It's, what the hell it's is this? It's this board culture. You know what I mean? It's all about spreads. board culture. I think, you know, I think America, we perfected it with like the seafood boil. Just mm-hmm. spill the fucking shit on a table. You know Just what I mean? Throw it on a table. That's and easy. I get that. You get that. That's you know easy to wrap your head but around. But that's not mixing. No, no. Like, and what I, you know what I'm doing? I'm taking my little pieces of crawfish and potato and I'm sliding it over to my plate. Yeah. You understand? Over to my side. And you don't yeah. throw your discards in And the y'all have, yeah, there's no contaminations. This isn't like, it's like you're se- sharing cereal. Also, for you, like, it's the germs. It's the germs, really, that you're. I'm it's starting the germs to pick up that on. do it for me. Oh, because, oh, that's why you made the reference of like West African food. Cause yeah, you'll take something like fufu, which is like your starchy yeah. thing, and you put it in your stew, and everybody yeah. does that communally. But yeah, mm-hmm. there's a way and a rhythm to it. Versus you used to see loose butter this? on wood, and you're like, are we just going to all make out? Is that, this is a, so, this is just spittle skittles, just all in. <laughs> is it a lazy one... Susan? Is it spinning and they're like putting the bread on? I need to see Wait, the butterboard to understand. Wait, Matt, you know, just just picture like a shark, like a cheese board, but instead of cheese, cheese on it, they put butter, like different kinds yeah, of butter. Not, like, yeah, but cheeses are like butter. No, they, like melted bro, okay. butter. Hold on, hold on. All right, like, let me explain it. Okay, because okay, some people don't in. know. I'm so sorry, Becca. Okay, Becca, please jump in. So butterboard, like Miles said, on a charcuterie board, it is uh-huh. like smashed and not melted, but like spreadable. Think like when you're putting butter on toast. They've like put it all across the board and they uh-huh. sometimes put like edible flowers, honey, like things that fun. would you would put on your own little piece of bread at a restaurant. But I a must restaurant. chime in on the spaghetti thing. That is linked to fetish content. There's like a whole like oh. pipeline of oh, those the mukbang like, people. Yeah. No, no, no. Not no, the mukbang no, no. people. The people that are like that weird camera angle and the guy is always speaking to the girl and the recipes don't make sense. And you're like, why is she spreading all this pasta sauce over the spaghetti on a counter. What are you describing? This sounds made up too. There's no. the, the fetish where Matt, the guy you, is doing you, bad recipes and scaring no, no, women. He's like POV camera, like okay. aiming it at her, like yeah. zooming in on her hands, which are like perfectly manicured, yet she's getting her hands all messy to like mix in spaghetti sauce with her bare hands with spaghetti noodles and meat. Ooh, and it's like so crazy. It People is come weird. You know, here's the thing. I'm Listen. okay with you, like, you know, whatever. For the most part, if you, whatever That's puts no blood in your boner, but like, uh, <laughs> whenever it's just like adding like food elements to it or like, uh, like elements that like stop, it's like, where it's not just human I don't to even human. know how you got this to be sexual. You know what I mean? Like, where- I feel like there are, there are moments that remind me of how happy I am. I'm out the game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Because like I like and I'm never I'm not going to kink shame no, nobody. No, no, no. If that's your thing, that's your thing. I just know. If I was in the dating game, you couldn't keep up. I couldn't keep up. Yeah. Yeah. I would be like, "You wait, you want? Yeah, you, you heard want me. me to do what? I now? want you like, to put your hands through this tub of country crock margarine, squeeze the shit <laughs> like, out of it. You're like, oh, ma'am. All right. <laughs> I take back all the game I was spitting. I take it all back. <laughs> I, was, I was doing my best. Now I know. Prop, yeah. I've been, Prop aside you know. from uh, butterboards, what is another yeah. thing? What's something you think is overrated? Uh, I think there's a couple things on the dad tip. Cloth diapers. I mean, them things ain't yes. last an hour yes. in my house. I was we we did once, and I was like, "Nah, fam, get rid of all this yeah, shit." Fuck that. Uh, yeah, and but really, I think what's overrated is sandwiches. 
Mm. Wow. Not describe. Tell me why. I like this take. I mean, I'm willing. I love a sandwich, I'm, I but agree I'm with I want, it, but, but but take I me into your because world. what? Okay, I just what? Okay, do you remember Anthony Bourdain? All right, he was talking about R.I.P. He was talking about like he don't want to see no gourmet burger mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because he's like, what are you gonna improve on? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a burger, right? There's you. The first burger was perfect. <laughs> Everything you add into it is just. You just, you know what I'm saying? You just put, actually, it's just sauce on the tacos. Like, right. come on, fam. Like, yeah, it's a like burger's the, a burger. Yeah. You can't improve on it. Right. It's so like to the me, Burger Eve ate the apple from the tree of knowledge and fucked up the garden of Burger Eden. Absolutely. And now you. we're absolutely. trying to get too smart with it. And now we have we're these just, yes. heathen and burgers. Now we need, and now we need, we a, need a burger. burger Jesus we need a burger savior. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and forgive us for our sins. Yeah. Yeah. So I just feel like a sandwich is like, okay. When you were like, this is you in kindergarten, you know, you in third grade and mama put some protein in between bread. I I just don't understand how there's a whole ass store. (laughs) There are whole restaurants, whole chains. Your critique of sandwiches is that, well, that's baby food. <laughs> that's all this shit is. This is lunch. For babies. This is elementary school lunch. Sandwiches you can't gourmet and say, okay, so what's you going to do? You want to do special bread? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're going to make this sandwich. Wait, well, now, prop, prop, okay. prop, prop. You, you know, now, there's, now listen, hold on. Now, listen. Okay, there are, okay hold on. Now, right. I will give you some I'll, exceptions. Yeah, just like finish, a po' yeah. boy. Like a, po', <laughs> a shrimp po' boy. It's a different situation. Wait, why, though? Tell me why the po' boy gets a different... Because, because that's not I baby food. Because that's not for babies. Baby and I feel like it. New Orleans cuisine can do no wrong. So and, what about a muffaletta? Uh, <laughs> that's also a New Orleans banger sandwich right there. Okay, but see, that's to me, I'm like, you're doing too much. I love fried food. Wow, okay. So mm. I'm like, if I have fried food and a roll, and I can eat it at the same time, uh-huh. it's, I, oh, to it's me, it's just like, it's efficiency. Wait, so are you not, in general, the proposition of a sandwich is not anything that appeals to you? Like if, if someone's like, oh, no, we're going to grab sandwiches, you're like, I'm <sighs> saying they're overrated. Mm. I'll eat a sandwich. I'm just saying, you don't love them. special about it. It's just a sandwich. Yeah. Like I just, I, you can't, you can't judge this up enough <laughs> to make it something mm. that it ain't. Okay. No, you put it in toaster, make it toasty. Yeah, oh, I got it. So I think, the bread's toasted now. But are there? But, okay. but you acknowledge there's levels to this shit though too, right? There is something like at the low end, what you're saying, mom's putting protein between two pieces of bread and then at the higher end for you clearly there's a po' boy yeah the, but, but see I feel like a po' boy is like stratosphere it's like there's no it would be like if we was talking basketball there's like little league and then the NBA right and there's no high school there's no all American there's no co- there's nothing in between that to okay me. does this everything to me is JV does that analysis I'm like it all sandwiches cap at JV mm-hmm. and then there's po boys okay and, the, and burgers is the same thing are there levels to that I just you ain't gonna do nothing okay so add a pineapple okay great add a fried egg but okay, a burger is now it a burger a sandwich yeah, is, is, I, I, you see, you you see my point. And there's a hot I mean, dog. I, I, I get what you're saying. Something, you get what I'm saying. If something is like, good enough, it transcends, and it's like you don't put it in the sandwich, sandwich no category. You go, no, that's a po' boy. That's not a sandwich. That's a, that's a yeah. When you go to restaurants and they're like, okay, here's our burgers and here's our chicken sandwiches. That's so like, a very that's good a chicken point. burger. So yeah, that's ridiculous. That's a, this ain't a sandwich. That's a great point. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? It's so I'm like, it's just overrated. Anything like, that why would y'all like trying normally to make this a thing? fit in the label of sandwich, overrated. Right. Anything that gets its own section in the like Outback a French Steakhouse dip? menu. It's absurd. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. That's not a sandwich. I'm just like, sandwiches, you can't do nothing to them. You have to, that's what I'm saying. Like, you make the exact point, Matt. You have to make it something else for it to be special. To totally. Otherwise, like- it's... It's just baloney. It's just on. overrated. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Interesting. I like, okay, look, this is, this is what we're here for. The sandwich disc discourse. <laughs> uh, what's something you think is underrated? Uh, what I think is underrated is. Baby uh, food. Flossing. Yeah. Baby food. It's actually delicious. <laughs> mush you'll, food. You'll get there. Mush Grilled cheese. <laughs> mush bananas. For I'm waiting for the day. Now also, also please, Miles, you don't have to do it on, on this thing, but uh-huh. report back when you taste breast milk. Oh hey. yeah! Oh yeah! I already had it. It's, it's good. Okay, I was gonna say right a passage. No, nah, it was my homie. Right, so, oh, okay. That's... <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I meant yo, like what your what your child drinking? Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's for him. When you, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not Matt. Gonna... It's very sweet. It tastes like honey milk. It's <laughs> it's really good. It's very sweet. Yeah, I, I'll go to the store for mine. Okay. Yeah, but no, I was gonna say, uh, I think like dental flossing. Mm is underrated. Wow. Not according to dentists. dentists Not according are, to dentists. Dentists but every have other... it very evenly rated, but everyone else, we all think it's, you know, under... It sucks. It sucks. I feel... I like... I'll sit down, start a Netflix show on the couch, and I'll just floss. Wow. It just feels so good to me. Yeah. Don't you... I like, understand how everybody don't enjoy the feeling of it. getting stuff out yeah. your teeth. I like to do the thing where I suck the air through my teeth because I know the... I like the Yeah. Sound. I'm like, yeah, oh, no, yeah, it's flowing. It's clean. Flowing. Yeah, that's I do like that clean. feeling. But I don't use I use the picks because with the things, I know they don't last as long. Mm-hmm, and I probably uh-huh. shouldn't because it's like a ton of plastic. But sometimes with the floss, like my techniques just like and here's I the thing. Like, I have a I have a abnormally tiny, tight little mouth. Okay. And uh hmm. so I feel like I can't reach those back teeth because of my my uh, sweet, sweet little mouth. Wide enough. Wow, you so, got like, you got mini mouth, huh? Yeah, I got a tiny, tiny mouth. It's just like you should did, see me try to eat a burger. People wait, are, really? It, you got a small <laughs> mouth? I, well, the thing is, is I have a surprisingly hey, small mouth. It's just like it's you can't tell from just looking at it. But as soon as I try to open my mouth wide, <laughs> wait, wow. how do you? So it's like, hey, can I get a bite? Yeah, share your sandwich. See, with let me see you bite that microphone. Pressing my want? face into it. Can you get your mouth all around the microphone right now? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, look, you could do that. Right, I mean, that's close. small. I thought you would be like, ah, like a turtle. Yeah. As this gets wide, my cheeks go in. So really, the, oh, the hole becomes an physics. oval. Right. Physics. Yeah, God, exactly. God, exactly. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good so uh, I forgot how we got here. I think we're talking about breast milk. Uh, flossing. Oh, yeah, you can't get flossing's it back hard. Dude. Mm-hmm. All that to say? I, it just feels glorious. I like, yeah. I, I just, I don't understand why people hate it. I just, I'm like, dude, this. I think you ain't never been walking around something in between your teeth. You're just like sucking. Oh, I love doing it all day. It feels great. I love doing that and annoying the fuck out of her majesty. She's like, oh, stop sucking your teeth. And I was raised by like teeth suckers. Mm. My grandmother. (laughs) uh Yeah. Always sucking your teeth. And it's also like a way to emote too. like black. Yeah. Like there's like that's what I'm saying. Teeth sucking is just like a thing. And so sometimes I can't stand. I'm like, this is just. I know it's it's I'm kind of going OD on it, so I will just go floss because sometimes I'm like working on one like God damn it, like, just went hey, loose. No, I, <laughs> I need to just floss. go floss there, Miles. Yeah, I know, and that's when I'm like, no, yeah. you're right, you're right. That's this is excessive. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's, it's probably because like when you're a kid, right? You like I hated going to the dentist uh, mm-hmm. because like I remember the one time like or the times I've had cavities like sometimes like I just hated the feeling of Novocaine and my face being numb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was always like, oh shit. And then the 
the flossing always felt like homework from the dentist. Uh, so then my relationship to flossing was like, I ain't doing his fucking homework, even though it's going to prevent me from going back in his chair. And yeah. then as I got older, yeah. I'm like, man, miss me. Like, fucking take care of your teeth. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get in here. I want this dentist to be like, wow. All right. That's what I want. I oh, want yeah. the dentist to be like, well, go ahead on. Yeah. There's nothing like impressing. We, we're done. Impressing yeah. a dentist makes you feel so good. Oh, you're yeah. just like, yeah, I know. I, I've been practicing for you. It's like. <laughs> yeah, it's like your other dad. Or it's the most <laughs> codependent, just horrible attachment relationship yeah. oh, you yeah. have. My dentist with has dentist. me by the fucking neck, man. I've been oh, going to this dentist since I was four. And, oh, and it's because. This will know you. Yeah, my dad knew him from high school. And then, mm -hmm. like, didn't see him from high school. And then when I was in preschool, he, this, my dentist also had a, pre like, a kid my age. So they reunited. And he's like, what's up? He's like, oh, I'm mm -hmm. a dentist. So I went there. I've been with him since. Damn. And every time I go, I was like, oh, you got a job. Oh, you're doing that? Oh, you're getting married and stuff like that. And he's like, man. He's like, he's like, you flossing enough, though, on those back? Like, he really, he'll get exasperated <laughs> on like, me. I'm sorry. Yeah. If, at this point, he's a, at this point, he's an uncle. He is. He is. And it yeah. fucks me up because I have even, I have, I think I've added anxiety to go see him because it's not just like hearing a doctor be like, hey, you know, you could be doing this. He's like, hey, man, let me, let me talk to you, man. Um, Look, if you floss more, I'll whiten your teeth for free for your wedding, man. Does that sound like a good <laughs> deal? I'm like, bro, <laughs> let's make a deal. Why is this like chores and shit time. now? He's like, I'll let you go to the football game if you. Get Yo, your shit together. My yeah. My dentist is this just like beside it, like Filipina, yeah, you know, old school lady. And you know, backstory of me, like my stepmom's Filipino. Mm -hmm. So I already feel like Oh yeah, her energy. I'm about to go see my mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Jason, so there, yeah. There's that level, you know, pare, pare. <laughs> you know, that level of like right, get this right. shit right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you gotta stop eating those those hamburgers. All right, let's yep. take a quick break and we'll <laughs> be Filipino right back, y'all. That was a Filipino hey, joke. You're eating hamburger, hot dog. Yeah, hamburger, hot dog. Uh, Mabuhay. Zite gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system. Or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, I had a bustling retail business, and I need, you know, maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street, take credit card payments, whatever. And I know Shopify is easy to use. Half the time I buy something online, I'm like, oh, yep, they're using Shopify. And if you need to learn more, check out their website. It's super easy to navigate, whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or, again, looking for hardware to make sales easier, Shopify.com has all of that. Just go there. Check it out. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash TDZ, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Como está poco? I hey. know Hey! Okay, we All got right. vegans. Hey, gutom naiko, gutom naiko. That's what I say, and I'm hungry, baby. I get fed every the, time. I only know the one thing. Oh, I yeah. am now Busog. Yeah, that and also <laughs> how to get beat up by saying some yeah. off-the-cuff shit. But anyway, that's yeah, what happens when true. your homies are just like, yeah, 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 say that to the homegirl. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's all bad. Uh, but yes, let's talk about some people that have, oh my God, lost it even more. So Steven Crowder is someone you're better off not knowing. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And if you do, fine. And if you don't, I think the easiest way to reference him is like, you've probably seen that meme template, which is a guy sitting at a folding table on a college campus with a coffee cup. And there's mm-hmm. a sign on it with something like feminists or Nazis change my mind. Right. Um, and people use that that meme template. Anyway, he's a guy who just, you know, is incendiary and likes to be confrontational and ignorant and wrong about everything he's talking about. Yeah. Big old piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stinking pile of shit. And yeah, he's got a sizable yeah. following online with his talk show or. Of course like, he does. It's the racist, easiest job in the goddamn jerk. world. Every time someone is just like a really popular right wing influencer, I'm like, yeah, because you just go there and you go like, where are my old people at? All of your preconceived notions are correct. And right. then that's it. That's the <laughs> whole job. It's if, yeah, anybody who just like caps for a living. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's exactly. just like, of course you're going to, because everybody likes cap. Because yeah. it's just like, even if you're like, it's I'm watching a train wreck. To, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I think it's, yeah, it's like basically doing the lowest stakes, low energy crowd work, but for just racists is like what these people do. Like, hey, where are you from? Exactly, man. What do you think? DeSantis is great, right? Yeah, boom. There we go. Hey, download my show. Anyway, so the Daily Wire, which is Ben Shapiro's company or the one that he's like the face of, apparently made Crowder an offer to join the mothership of hate content. And (laughs) he rejected it. So he went online to post a video about how big tech is in bed with big con. I think that's what he's calling like capital C conservatives, mainstream conservative culture, what? which I feel like at this point, 
is hard to differentiate from right-wing extremism. So, like, yeah. what are we saying here? But anyway, he's like, this is it, man. They're in the bag for big tech, big con. They're coming together. And he used, like, the terms of the offer like, to underline how awful, like, this bullshit is. He basically said, he found it, like, in it says, I would lose money if I failed to deliver all of my contracted episodes. And well, then also, <laughs> I could well, lose contracts. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. The hell is you talking about? No, you guys are leftist communists. Let me finish my sentence, okay? <laughs> and also, okay. that I could lose money, uh, or it could be greatly reduced if I'm banned from YouTube or other platforms for hate speech. So, yeah, yeah, the place where they make the money. <laughs> no, but like, that's, that's hey, homie, that's bad. That's bad. So he does all this shit. He goes on this rant. His fans are like incensed and they begin to put it together. He did not mention Daily Wire at all. He just said, uh -huh. you know who you are. His fans or whatever, people begin to put it together. So the CEO of the Daily Wire had to make a statement too, uh, which essentially was this dude being like, this guy, Steven Crowder is clearly not intelligent enough to know how contracts work. So I don't know what the fuck you want me to say here. Like, it is what it is. Like, this is. Like, yeah. If you, so here's his thing. If you breach the contract, we don't pay you. Yeah. Yeah. You can get in trouble just, and make the contract I, void. That's like the whole, that's why a contract wait, exists. So, wait, what do you mean? That's so why if, they were invented. If I'm deplatformed yeah. from YouTube and my show can no longer be monetized, you're saying you can't make money anymore to give me from that? <laughs> so I'm, so wait, wait, let me get this straight. So you, you, you go, you hiring me to do a YouTube show. Mm -hmm. Just your same and show. if I get kicked off YouTube, mm -hmm. you not going to pay me? That's kind of what it is, yeah. That seems like socialism to me, dog. Yeah. That's right. what and that is. Look, you can kind of tell why he's a little... Ayn Rand head ass. <laughs> he's kind of a little bit, you know, uh, cagey here because this is the kind of shit that he said. This is something he said back in December when he's talking about, yeah, okay. I think Kanye West is right. He hates Jewish people. I think he's been wronged. Yes. And I think that he's aiming sometimes a howitzer. He's being imprecise. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm. He's not wrong about everything. Look, is there a conversation to be had about... Secular hum humanists with Jewish last names in Hollywood exploiting oh people. Uh, and anyway, you, re you oh already know boy. where he's going with that. I remember this one. You already know where he's going with that. <laughs> I remember this one. Hey, shout out Ben Shapiro for sliding him a bag. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, it don't hey, fucking listen, matter. Man. It don't matter to them. It doesn't matter because at the end, it's all about hate and it's all about power yeah. and, and nothing else matters. Of course, matters. dog. Especially, man, listen, dude, the guy that, the last guy that, like, uh, you know, did a janky deal with me was a left-hander. So now I'll be like, you know, fuck lefties. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, fam? Like, everybody with a left hand. So, I mean. Oh, I mean, there's a conversation to be had, though, about the yes. secular humanist left-handers in Hollywood. Yes. With the oh, and the ones God. who do the, with the little hats. Shit is you know? so they painful little, to hear. You know, I'm I'm to say, they all, they they, all congregate. They, they like to hold they the globes with their <laughs> octopus hands. And right, the, the people holding the globes, I think, was Trump when he went to the Middle East at the beginning yeah, well, of his administration. Remember the orb? You know, same different Same vibe. Same thing, different shape. So this is where he's at. We we know like this is his whole vibe is just hate speech. Um, mm -hmm. And his fans came to his defense. It was like, fuck Daily Wire till the wheels come off type shit for about yeah. 15 minutes. Oh, no. uh, because that's when people realized that the deal he described as saying is like, this is basically enslavement to, to <laughs> accept this contract. You know what it was worth? $50 million <laughs> over four years. This man was offered... Twelve and a half million dollars a year with four weeks off and a four day work week. And he called this shit slavery. So now the fans are like, wait, like even his own people are like, wait, what? 
Like, <laughs> they're that. even like, hold the fuck yeah. up. You what said is 50 yeah. million oh. is slavery? Yo, fuck you. You're out here talking about the globalists taking away all of our shit. Meanwhile, you're over yeah. here being like, yeah, man, the 50 million wasn't enough, baby. Anyway, well, I, I mean, understand your yeah, plight. You played a dangerous game because eventually that game, I feel like that game always ends that way. Yeah. Somebody finally goes, wait, hold up now. Yeah. What? What? And well, there like, has to be a lot like of money for right wingers to get mad about it because, like, right wingers yes. in general don't like you, they don't. They're never the ones who I always see it more on the left where someone is like, "Oh man, this thing is paying me, you know, dog shit," and it'll be like like fifty thousand a year, and someone will be like, "Um, wow, you're rich." Right. But, like, yeah. Or people and, who are like come at like Hassan Piker who has like right, right. paid subscribers, and they're like, "Oh my god, dude, you're a socialist. And yeah, you make you're money? a socialist." <laughs> right. What? Yeah. But to be a right winger on the right, you have to make it has to be fifty million dollars over yeah, four years be, in order for wrong. people to say, yeah. okay, I'm drawing the line. Yeah. This is <laughs> smart. This is officially not slavery. I mean <laughs> <laughs> these folks and, 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 and for somebody who and for a crew of people that that don't believe in like institutionalized in judge or injustice. Right. They sure do like the language oh, of, of in, institutionalized injustice. Oh, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this is slavery. I thought slavery wasn't a thing, homie. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> they I love it. it. That's their oh, I thought it was I a, cho- was, I thought it was I a choice, was, fam. It wasn't I thought a choice? it was a choice, OG. Oh. I thought it was, a, you know, everybody, every man. Couldn't you know, be me. You got to work hard. No, they yeah. like to appropriate the outrage of oppressed people without, yeah. like, actually being outraged about the yeah, physical, yeah. the literal oppression that they're talking yeah. about. That's why they're acknowledging pull- that it, oppression exists. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But that's but having like not really actually being connected to it, being actually oppressed ends you like you end up being going to the Capitol on January 6th and taking right. pictures inside the Capitol because yeah. that's you're like, I don't know, man. We only thought it to this part because actually I'm I'm actually doing pretty well financially. No, so, you know, cosplay I, I don't have the same you know motives as, as an actual person who's in in dire straits and trying to advocate for something. I'm just I'm here to like be like, hey, baby, it's kind of these bad. guys are literally yeah. being like they're trying to take away our gas stoves. Like yeah. they, the they stakes don't know couldn't be lower. The stakes couldn't be lower. Yeah, I'm just dog. That it, it's like I, I be trying. Like I said, everything's interesting to me, so I be trying so hard to put myself in your shoes, mm. and I'm like in their shoes and I'm like I just can't understand somebody who has never suffered wanting to suffer yeah. and I'm like and and picking the most lamest stuff like you gonna tweet yourself turning on the gas stove and I'm supposed <laughs> to like I'm supposed to empathize with your like well, cause your it's cause all, here. well all it is it's just the same thing it's the same basic grievance, but just dressed up in a different thing every time, which is essentially Absolutely. the loss of like white hegemony in the United mm-hmm. States. That's all it is. For real. And so and everything so that's processed and- like that is just be like, well, then now it's manifested in the form of a stove. Today it's manifested yeah. in the form of a Muppets fucking episode. Yeah, it's the yeah. NHL. Socks. But at the end of yeah. the day, it's like they're like, fuck, man, we're losing. Fucking yeah. losing. Yeah. And that cause. that's driving so much of you know, a lot. Except for the damn, and, and I just don't understand, like, which one of y'all strategists ain't just looking around at the people that supporting you, especially, like, this middle this middle America who are, like, actually financially insecure. Why you can't just be like, well, well what are they worried about? <laughs> 
Well, let's just talk about what they worried about. I just don't understand right. why that is. Why is that so it's, hard? I, you, know. you talking about losing your gas stove? They talking about being able to pay their gas bill, right? So right. right now, you just you wasting money turning this on for Twitter. Like if you know what I'm saying, like if I'm po, I'm like. Fam, you got money to just turn on your stove just for fun? Right. Like, you're not gonna cook uh, nothing? I said, so I told SoCal Gas, they're gonna have to fucking come get this fucking money. Yeah. After yeah. I saw that. Everybody in LA was like, what the fuck happened last month? <laughs> like, yeah, that I was the crazy. Crazy. What was that? I said, I I told them on the phone. I said, I have, yeah, come through. I have Ogun waiting for you on the other yeah. side. Yeah, 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 yeah. This don't make no damn sense. Anyway. I ain't do nothing different this month. <laughs> yeah. Just calling <laughs> them up. Why am I in trouble? Yeah. What did I do? What the hell is this? I didn't do nothing. Um, So, again, it's fun to see the fans on the right fight. But again, it's my head almost fell off when I realized just how much money is in this hate content. You know what I mean? That's why these people keep drifting on this shit, because there's it's 50 million dollar deals on the table. It's numerous ways to earn funds. Yeah. My God. Peace Havoc or Prodigy. Yeah. Hey, the real agent I see. Okay, let's move on to uh, the Martin Luther King Jr. sculpture uh, discourse and debate. So a a sculpture was unveiled by Hank Willis Thomas honoring Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King in Boston. And it depicts their arms like hugging. It's from a very famous photo. Like if you've seen the photo or you've seen enough imagery of of Martin Luther King, you've probably seen this photo. Mm -hmm. But the second this thing was unveiled, like a bunch of controversy kicked off. The first one coming from Seneca Scott who is the cousin of Coretta Scott King. He said the sculpture is a, quote, atrocity. It looks like, quote, a penis. And, you know, I'm like, well, that's a very odd-looking penis. Yeah. And then, again, all of this, like, phallic-based criticism became a news story because now they're like, oh, okay, so hold on. That's that's Coretta's cousin. Mm -hmm. And he's saying it looks like shit. Now, like, now it became headlines. Like, it looks like a penis. Sculpture dedicated to MLK sparks criticism from family. Outrage erupts over, quote, obscene Martin Luther King statue in Boston. And a lot of people are like, oh, no. Uh, Megyn Kelly also parroted the same, like, it looks like a giant mm-hmm. penis. But, you know, one one thing we do have to point out about Seneca Scott, some very, in that same essay where he said the sculpture looks like a penis, mm-hmm. that's debatable. He claims it was a result, not of an artist, but, quote, the woke algorithm. Oh, my God. Okay. I didn't know that part. Yeah. I didn't know that part. Yeah. This is the thing a lot of people are missing about this story. They're just saying that's people just go Coretta Scott Kings. They probably go, yeah, Coretta Scott Kings cousin. They're probably on the right side of justice. (laughs) Probably on the right side of history here. Yeah. But I mean, like he's part of an organization advocating for the unhoused. Great. Fantastic. In the Bay Area. But when he ran for mayor of Oakland, okay, of Mm -hmm. Oak Town, Mm -hmm. uh, when you look at his website, Let's see. Let's say let's what's this? Let's talk crime and law enforcement. Where are the oh. cops? He goes on to say, um, wants more police officers to quote, we have a problem with attrition because officers leave after four years when they don't have to pay back their police academy training costs. Less than 10 percent of them live in the city. It's a dangerous job and they're villainized, not respected. That's even more incentive to leave. We need to change the culture. Oh, boy. Yeah. You didn't Thanks, win. Mr. No, Mr. Scott. No, no he, he did not our, win with that do, in Oakland. No, he did, he did no not. research on this city. Yeah, none at all. None at all. I mean, he like when they no when they even yeah. when they even like like played around with the idea of killer robots, they were like, "Are you not on this part of the bay?" Uh, and they're like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah." We, no, you in the town, homie? Yeah. You in the town? <laughs> yeah. This ain't the city. This the town. And even yeah. worse, right under on his website, there's a thing that said, "What's going on with the escalating attacks on Asians?" He mm-hmm. said, quote, this is and I think this is from an interview, he said, quote, it's disgusting. 
I feel ashamed. It's not a racist issue. It's not motivated by hate against Asians, but opportunity. A person who is small and can't fight back, but who has cash, gold jewelry, and a nice watch becomes a target. What the fuck? Like, that's the strangest. What is basically saying Asians are weak and they floss in too much. That's really on them. (laughs) That's basically what you said. That's, that's really what you said. You they're, said that's a mark. They're marks. They're it's marks. It's not about racism. Say, like, it's about being genetically easy to kill. Uh, you're a genetic <laughs> mark. Like, what? It's just, yeah, you just know you on the wrong hood at the wrong time. You out here high posting, homie. Hey, look. Look, it's a lot of hungry <laughs> niggas in these streets. You feel me? You can't just be walking around here Asian with jewelry. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You just asking for the what goons. The fuck? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> okay, fam. That's then, crazy he made that more racist. Yeah. That, like, that right. was wild. It's not about hate of Asians. It's because they little and got too much money yeah. on them. Like, whoa. And also, what are you fucking it's, it's a black crime problem. It's like, who is, right. is this? Is he wearing a mask? What is right. actually? And another thing, which is wild too, uh, like just at the end or like last year, he was like rallying with the people that were opposing gender affirming care for trans kids. Oh, God, so man. The, this is the politics of the person who like sort of opened the floodgates now. I think it's I think it's also worth the discussion because I know a lot of people I've seen a lot of people look at that and go, man, I don't know. This look kind of like a fucking hell to me. And yeah. I get that. I think everyone has probably an idea or version of how they want to see like the manifestation mm-hmm. of a of the honoring of, of like such an iconic yeah. pair to like how that comes to be. But yeah, it is wild to see how many people are like, no. Nah! <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think I that. Think. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things going on here because, first of all, like, that sculptor, he's a G. Yeah. Like, he's got some pretty dope other pieces of art. Full and a disclosure, lot of it is, him and my, him and his mother and my dad know each other from, like, the black art scene from the 80s. His mother, Deb cr- Willis. Yeah, and see, she's so also, like, she's also, his mother's also, like, an artistic, like, genius yeah. level. And a lot artist. of it are, like, arms-based, right. like, sculptures. He's got a vibe. He's yeah. got a vibe. I didn't, I saw the dick second. First, I, I saw, yeah. I saw the like, the like Martin showing what that mouth do. Yeah, I saw thighs. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Same. Right. So I was like, good I saw God. a hand holding a head into thighs. That's what that, I yeah. thought I was. You feel seeing. me? So and and like you said, I know the picture. That's when he won the Nobel Peace Prize. Mm-hmm. I knew what he was trying to say. You know, but I will say this: I think that there's something people really have to understand about like Black Twitter, period, <laughs> and Black people is. Nothing is sacred for us. Yeah. It's anybody can get it. Anybody I'm, can get a joke. You don't care if you Martin Luther King. I don't care. If it's something funny, we're going to laugh I at it. I think the biggest right? tweet in the response to this was the one saying, with the dude being, it looked like he looked like he eating coochie. And I that's remember that, that, so that tweet blew the fuck up. And <laughs> a lot of people like, like that's a cunning linguist, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> so, and so, and, and what I think people don't, what people really need to understand about our culture is like, these these practices exist for a number of reasons, mm-hmm. but they're two different things in the sense that, like, just because we laughing at it don't mean we outraged. Right. Just because we laughing at it don't mean we respect you. Like if you for for the black community. And I feel like I feel like I could say this at 100 with a pretty high confidence. Worry when we ignore you. Mm. <laughs> yeah. When you don't when you don't make it on the blip. Like, OK, so like like <laughs> like nobody knew. I forgot. I forgot Stacey Dash existed until <laughs> she talked about she ain't know DMX died. Right, right, right. I was like, I forgot you was a person. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> it's so like, 
And then I was like, this how you gonna come back up into the, this how you show back up? <laughs> right. Is you don't know DMX died? A year late on DMX yeah. dying. That's a so weird I'm way like, to go back on DMX. Exactly. So what I'm saying is like, when if we ignore you, if you, if you ain't even a blip, that means we're done. Yeah, we're not, yeah, you know we're not fucking with you. But like, if like we crack a joke, yeah, it's like, <laughs> this matters to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And this how we process stuff. But like, but for real though, it, it's, that's, that was a different, I don't want to diss the man because he a legend. And far be it for me, because I am an artist that what nothing hurt Mo. Yeah. And to be working on something for three years. Yeah. And unveil it. And you ain't see it. You've been looking at this thing right, for right, three right. years. You ain't seen it. The first thing somebody saw was like, yo, that was like a dick, fam. <laughs> what? Shit. Oh, wait, wait. Is he going you know, down on her? No, now. no. He's not. Yeah. Nobody's going down on anybody. What are you talking about? What are you oh. talking about? No, it's the arms. You don't see the arms? Like, you well, I do now, now that you said but, it, but I ain't see that. I think, yeah. but you again, really I think, gotta, this is why, you, what, like, when it comes to, like, public art, you really do have to, like, send it to a few of your, your, your best dummy friends. people, yeah. And a couple teenagers. Uh, yeah, and a couple teenagers. If it looks yeah. like either a dick or a swastika or a guy uh, eating a butt... Like they'll let yeah. you know immediately, right? Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. You can there, recalibrate. There won't be you, any chin wagging. Be like, hmm. Well, let's see. Yeah, I don't we'll know. Some you know like, you gotta even if it's like at him as a black, you gotta pick which auntie because there's an <laughs> auntie that'll be like, oh baby, you made that all by yourself. Yeah, right. Yeah. So proudy, the Lord is giving you such gifts. With ten and then there's the other auntie that's like, mm, uh, I don't know, I don't know, nephew. This I don't, I don't like it. Hey, you, you put your, you putting your name on that? Yeah, you gonna put your name on that, nephew? Mm. That's a new. Uh, how your mama doing? Immediately change the subject. I've seen how a your few, mama like, doing. It's, it's, like, it's okay, wild that like, like the thing. art discourse though too that it's kicked off, which is like Americans can't handle modern art. Like the only thing that probably would have been like somewhat like unit like I guess the safe pick is just a a very sort of true to form carving yeah. statue you know like yeah. of a full figure or a bust or something like that because i think yeah. even as the artist was saying he was trying to convey something that was deeper than merely these two human beings he wanted yeah. to evoke them with their arms and like this very famous pose but wants to show something that transcends that and that was like you know the, yeah i mean it's a dope idea it like, is a good idea in concept yeah right and i get like uh, i get it and especially once i saw like the picture it was based on i was like okay yeah actually that's that's cool the problem is that there's there's a couple of angles yeah. where it distinctly looks like someone is eating someone's pussy and i feel yeah. like that uh, makes that overtakes a part of my brain that enjoys modern art well see what? look and it's a litmus test you know what Honestly, i can't unsee it dog like, like, a lizard brain and it wa and it looks for dicks and it looks for anything sexual. <laughs> it looks for any pornographic, yeah. Any yeah. I, I just, I feel like it's, got, we got that from the Neanderthals, man. Yeah. Like, this has stayed into our DNA. Yes. So you play, it's evolutionarily, uh, like, just sort of inevitable. <laughs> like, yeah. Look at it's like, we're inevitably going to see this. Yeah. We're, and, we're, but yeah, you're right. Like, when the angle turns, you're like, oh, damn, that's actually beautiful. I see the picture. Right. And then you're like, I just got to stand and look at it this direction. Right. The and problem just, is, it's a 3D space. Exactly. Yep. So yeah. there are going to be people who see the angle of MLK. Yeah. Going to work. Going to work. Going to work. On, yeah on credit but like that's Keep it, also yeah. that is also beautiful i would love it if the artist just said yeah that's part of it yeah, yeah. totally or like yeah if that's what you see yeah he's a giving be lover. super dope yeah if he's saying you, that we're, we're all we're all pink on the inside <laughs> and <laughs> and that's a beautiful thing 
That's a beautiful thing. And we thing. all, and you know, like, it's not, it's not, it's worst kept secret that, that Martin got around. Yeah. You know, yeah. Everybody got their coping mechanisms. You know what yeah. I'm saying? How you <laughs> coped with trying to take down 100 years of racism was the Punani. Honestly, That's how he coped. it's a yeah. stressful job. It's a really stressful It's okay job. for him to de-stress. Well, However he has I mean. to. But yeah, you know what? <laughs> take a couple art classes, people, you know? Uh, not everything's dicks. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late everyone, there was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry though, he's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And the NHL getting dragged. Uh, really yeah. quick, I just want to point out a couple of things. So they had like, you know, the, the, they had like a pathway to hockey summit, uh, which is like a job fair in Fort Lauderdale. Mm. And in the LinkedIn post that the NHL was like putting on this event, it said they wanted to specifically invite, quote, people who are women, veterans, black, Asian, Pacific Islander, Hispanic, Latino, indigenous, LGBTQ or disabled. You know, say, hey, marginalized people pull up. 
to this thing. If you're interested in, you know, work to like jobs that could get you into hockey or whatever. DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, naturally, his press sec- oh secretary God. came out and was like, this is discriminatory. You know, it's like because you didn't include white guys. So this is, you know, we see this all the time that anything that is meant to create equity is naturally it's it's at the expense of the, you know, uh, the powerful. But mm, yeah. the story then got picked up on like right wing media outlets and basically you know, the National View said DeSantis administration demands NHL remove discriminatory prohibitions from minority only hockey summit. And I mean, you know, the NHL completely just fucking caved. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah no problem. They deleted the post, um, no. which is wild because I can't think of a wider group than the NHL. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm like you, you, you. It's an uphill battle because hockey is by definition cold. Yeah. So, and I played have a hard for fucking sixteen years. Folks. I played. I played ice hockey in L.A. I'm a fucking weirdo. I've been. I'm. I've been in the yeah. hockey trenches out here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like you. It's it's you and my homeboy. Uh, my homeboy Jay Bones. So the only two people I know from <laughs> L.A. that played hockey. And so I'm like, you already up uphill battle. But like sometimes I feel like I wish I miss my calling in like writing press statements for people. Because at that point, if I'm the NHL, I would be like, Mr. Santos, if you could look around, we have no shortage of white people. Right. <laughs> There's no shortage. It's, I could like I could close my eyes and spin my hand right here. I'm going to slap 70 white boys. The, you, know what the, so, you know what the breakdown is? In the NHL, the, NHL, the league's employees, 86% white, 62% male. Yeah, see, I would just tweet that. Rather than cave, I would tweet that. More than 93% Boom. identified as straight or heterosexual. <laughs> Hell yeah. This why Wait, we did like this. kind of sport. Yes. I would be like, this why we did this. And then just post that screenshot. There are so many people That's in the NHL them, that there are, that fistfights there are just considered like normal and no one gets in trouble. That's like, that is. <laughs> that's how white it is. That's, that's how a white good point. it is. Is that like literal <laughs> violence can happen. Oh, man. And it's like, nothing well, boys like dropping boys. gloves. Nothing like dropping gloves. Though, yeah. Matt, I never you. thought of that. <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. Like, it's not a thing because you would think, yeah, I wonder if you would think twice if it was like, you know, you just like burly white dude, you know what I'm saying, from like the stick somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then you drop gloves, fool takes his hat off. You know, fool <laughs> takes his bath off. He's just like, like immigrant Mexican man. And you're just like, oh. Right. Yeah. Yeah, am, I gonna, am I gonna get dragged? Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. NHL may do something racist like that. Is like, and now you can have your brown enforcer position come out <laughs> and beat the fuck out of somebody. Which I don't <laughs> watch. We're probably fucking ten years out from that. But yeah. then, as if that wasn't enough, like days later, they had another chance to maybe do something right. It was Pride Night at the Philadelphia Flyers game, and okay. the de- and the defenseman Ivan Provorov. He said, he's like, I'm not wearing no pride themed rainbow colored jersey family. Nah. And he said he was citing his, quote, Russian Orthodox religion. And Mm -hmm. he said, I respect everybody's choices, but my choice is is to stay true to myself and my religion. That's all I'm going to say. And then the the coach came out and was like, yeah, man, that's why I respect him. He's always true to himself. Like, well, hold on. You don't have to big him up exactly. Like, Bro. What, what, what was that? And the <laughs> NHL, again, didn't push back against this either. And they said they had a statement that said, quote, 
Players are free to decide which initiatives to support, and we continue to encourage their voices and perspectives on social and cultural issues. I'm like, well, this person has a regressive one on this. Just as we issue. accept uh, and love that gay people were born that way, Russian Orthodox bigots yeah. are also born that way, and we uh, prefer that people stand up for what they believe based on what they were born in. Right. And there was this one, you know, the one Canadian broadcaster basically came out and said, like, yo, the NHL should have fined the Flyers like a million dollars of saying mm. that, like, imagine if this was a rah-rah jingoism military theme night yeah. and a player refused to participate in that. Yeah. Everyone would yeah. have blown their brains off of their heads. They would yeah. have, their minds would have exploded from the outrage and they would have been like, are you fucking kidding me? Type yeah. shit. So yeah, it's like, yeah, well, then yeah. what is it? Because you got to be consistent. And if that and again, I think they're saying if you don't if you if you cave that quickly to the diversity thing and this, it shows that there was really no conviction in that to begin with. Right. Just like, yeah. uh, and so many fucking places are doing this still in the yeah. after post 2020 and the in the in the summer of Floyd and all that. Oh, that yeah. People all this talk of like, yeah, we're doing better, man. Fucking I would say maybe three percent of these motherfuckers even know what they're doing. Yeah. And that's what's I think also like another just infuriating sort of yeah. part of like this My, uh, slow crawl to progress. Yeah, I I can't tell you how many like DEI you know teams have reached out since 2020 and how many like gigs, you know, mm -hmm. even my wife, who's like an expert in it, you know, got a couple gigs on. But, you know, she sit down with this org and she's like, yeah, we could fix this if we had a time machine. <laughs> and, like sort of created and some of y'all know how born. <laughs> do you know how far back we need to go to be able to get you to where you trying to get to <laughs> right yeah uh yeah this stuff's so anyway nhl like do you and look we'll get this last one in because matt i know you want to talk about thank it. you velma the velma <laughs> discourse i so first of all I saw, dude, there was so much shit going around about Mindy Kaling over the week on every corner of Twitter. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And this is a response yeah. to the adults only kind of reimagining of the of Scooby-Doo uh, yeah. centered around Velma. And, you know, this is a, a, I, I don't even know where to start. So first there was the news that the show was being review bombed, which is right. apparently like they're saying, like the, the, the scores are so low. And right. a lot wow. of people are like, it's probably because, quote, they're like, Due to the racially diverse recasting of characters traditionally portrayed as white, which does seem a formula we've seen in the last decade of yeah. how you anger these people. Yeah, that's true. But then there was an article in Forbes that said it was, quote, so bad that it's, quote, spawning conspiracy theories that the show <laughs> is a secretly a right wing psyop. Yeah. <laughs> So the quote, the right can point at uh so the right can point at it as everything wrong with race recasted social justice influenced media. The, which is is such a incredible thing that is like we have it's the first time I've seen this like content unite people <laughs> who uh -huh. are it's like a bipartisan, like the anti-woke boomers are all uh -huh. just like oh here's a woke you know uh, Velma's Velma. brown yeah they're trying to <laughs> take away my culture and then you've got like the anti or you got you, you know like the woke or social justice oriented zoomers who are like Velma is actually secretly reactionary propaganda that is <laughs> made in order to destroy our movement and I'm right, like right, this yeah. is it, 
And I want to tell both of these people, like, hey, maybe just maybe it's just a cartoon. Yeah, it could yeah. just be. I a, watched. Like, I watched the first episode because I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" And I'm like, yeah. "It's not that bad." I mean, I wasn't like, "Yo, they they, they knocked this shit out the park," but I was just like, "Well, okay, I'm not. I'm kind of yeah, failing I, to see what." Aside I, I still from, don't understand our our fascination and necessity for nostalgia in the yeah. sense that like everything has to be exactly how you remembered it. Right. <laughs> because there's also a reality of that the stuff from your childhood might possibly have been a remake also. Right. Right. Of, of something what it did it didn't look like in the first place. You know what no, I'm saying? No, I get it though. I understand yeah. why they're, they're like this. It's like white people in general, I think in America specifically, like our our content is our culture. You know what I mean? True. It's like so people's yeah. like are very uh, they're very attached to I never thought the, of that. Yeah. They're they're very attached to like that's why political opinions these days aren't really about like politics. They're about like, well, my favorite content creator says this is the right politics. Right. Like yeah. everyone's everyone's politics, everyone's everything is based on what media they're consuming. So these like hardcore right wing fucking like, you know, white people are just like, if you try to mess with my favorite stories, then I'm going to destroy right. you on the Internet. I mean, I these, think our, America's lack of like physical history. Yeah, uh, has been replaced with media hegemony. Yes, and yes. media hegemony yes. is our myth like, making. That's, yeah, yeah, that's our pantheon. That's our fucking Coliseum. Yeah. That's our you know you know great hanging gardens type shit. And so, so when true. you start fucking with that, then it's like friends reimagine. Like if you reimagine friends, there's no fucking war. Already exist. Yeah, our 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 like pyramids of Giza. <laughs> Right, <laughs> it's Bugs Bunny. Right, right. come on, fam. Exactly. Yeah. The fact that yeah, I, yeah that that's Velma I, I, is I never, white. You know what yeah, I mean? And I think whole white. Yeah, that and is the big issue. I went to when we was kids. You know, I went. We went to church like everybody. My my Hugh did. You know, and but we had this type of like. I wasn't a part of like evangelical conservative. That just wasn't the church we went to. Mm -hmm. Anyway, when movies would come out that were like. Bible based, like you yeah. know, Noah or whatever, like that. We would, for us, we would see these other churches in outrage mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. how it wasn't biblically accurate. <laughs> I remember specifically, and it's just, it's, I have a few warm memories from this time. Our pastor being like, it's just a movie. Yeah. Like, it, it was just <laughs> like, he's like, uh, it's just a movie. Like, I don't get my theology from a movie. Like, it's just a movie. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, don't, I don't care. It's just a movie. So, me, like, I, for me, it's like, Everybody else got like church trauma and baggage from, right, from right. that conservative world. Mine was like, I don't care. It's just a movie. Like, I don't have to care what it says. So I've always carried that into other stuff. When you're yeah. like, like, oh, it's just a movie. It's Velma like don't mean shit to me. Like, right. it's a cartoon. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you try saying that, though, like to these uh, right wingers. You try to tell them, like, Tucker Carlson, that's just a TV show. And they're like, no, it's not just a TV. It's the it's it's how I base my entire yeah. worldview right. on what I, I should be mad about. Yeah, it's how I rationalize. Yeah, and it's decision. like, and I want to be like, well, let's talk about that. Yeah, let's yeah, let's talk. Let's why. talk about that. Like what? like that's so why what what is he offering? You know what I'm saying? Like I just well, and, and, you know, yeah. my dad wasn't around, so my grandfather raised me, and he right. was a real piece of shit racist. And yeah. in a way, <laughs> I'm kind of hanging on to those memories and ideals to honor him. 
yeah. uh, is one way. Uh, but I mean, here's but no the one thing. wants There's to work out. The, that's saying they, they don't want to work out their trauma. No, as to yeah. why they feel the way they feel. They just yeah. want to feel the way they feel and feel that they're right for feeling it. So yeah. that they're it's because it, Tucker Carlson, all he does is help you put off going to therapy. He's like, no, I feel really, good that's after what that. it is. Yeah, because it ain't me. It's what Tucker mm-hmm. said. It's these other people that don't look like me. That's the problem. Woo! Thank you, Tucker. I, I, can almost, tell you, <laughs> I almost started crying yeah. today. Because I can tell you with all of the problematic stuff that Oprah has done or mm. like, you know, why the Black Panthers, why Wakanda exists. I'm like, well, there are actual geopolitical, sociocultural reasons why representation was important. Yeah. Black mm. people weren't allowed in Hollywood. There was this. They had mm-hmm. black exploitation. So there's a reason for this because there were no black superheroes. And the point of Black Panther is is a response to the fact that there were no black superheroes. What if we casted a white Wakanda? It's like, well, that's... Look, you, you already got Superman and Batman. You y'all, got, y'all have you got all, that's why I can smooth my hand just yeah. like this and slap <laughs> 70 white boys. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, and Black weird. Adam ain't even taking up for the culture anymore. So what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. I do want to sort of go down this thing too because there was another, like, so all this, like, PSYOP stuff came from, like, one tweet. Mm-hmm. And then, like, other people were also saying online, they're, like, basically saying that Mindy Kaling deliberately made Velma suck so the Culture War YouTubers can make a million videos about yeah. it and boost SEO. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, wow. what? Yeah, no, this is, like, Francesca, my wife's favorite new conspiracy theory, because she's, yeah. like, she's, like, doing deep dives into it. And she's, like, I'm not saying it's true, but I'm saying it fits. <laughs> and I'm, like, all right, I'll let you. Well, you can I'll, have one. I mean, a lot of people have been like, yo, they they say like Mindy Kaling, you know, she's secretly a right wing reactionary and like a transphobe, you know, because she recently liked a tweet from J.K. Rowling about book sales and how she's doing fine. And then also there was another thing where she said, like, you know, you couldn't you couldn't make the office today or else it'd be canceled or whatever. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah. she's she's every liberal in Hollywood. This is what uh, all liberal. I'm sorry, but like this idea that she's anything more than a standard Hollywood liberal who's just like, who like rolls her eyes at pretty much everything social justice behind doors, but in front of everyone else, yeah. you know, we'll wear the the pride flag. We'll do this. Yeah. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll do all of the, the signaling. But in, in, in general, she's a probably a fine person. But yeah, she, just, she can recognize that certain things suck. Yes. And are terrible, right. you know, but like at the end of the day, I'm going to go have brunch in Beverly Hills. Right. You know at the end, like, right. Exactly. Yeah. At the end of the day, she mostly thinks you kids need to calm down. And that's every liberal in fucking Hollywood. They all they're, they're all like that. So it's not like, wow, this is a secret plan. It's like, no, no she's just they're, they're like, you think any of these also, people who are yeah. that wealthy are really they have their head in the game and know what the stakes are? No, they're they no, live in man. a different world now. I mean, yeah. I saw I remember when her movie Late Night came out which mm-hmm. is about this like woman of color being entering a like a white male comedy writer's room. And I was like, oh, right. shit, okay, you might come with it. Man, the lack of fucking biting commentary in that film was so that's, disappointing. I was like, that's I when I was like, you know what? I don't think you actually know. I don't think you get it. Yeah. And then and then I remember on Black Twitter over the weekend, everyone's like, how come all the characters in their shows, like the women of color end up with these white guys that all look like BJ Novak in the end? <laughs> like every show. Why is that always happening? And I was like, wow. That's just her truth. Yeah, I mean, like, this is her truth. But again, I don't think it's necessarily nefarious. She's no, just, no. That's just, yes, it's that's like, the world yeah, she not, lives in. 
And that's what it is. And I think to expect anything more or is like, whatever, you don't need to look that deep. This is someone who's been wealthy for years. Yeah, it's not it's not that deep. And and she's not betraying you. She just is what she, she that she's always been just a, you know, yeah, a center. You know that fairly center left, fairly yeah. talented, great writer, yeah. successful woman in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Great writer. And look, I, got got all her opportunities. But I think, again. They go this because people really love all this shit. I remember when, like, in the Mindy project, there was a joke about like a gun permit or some shit. And they're like, Look, you see, yeah. she's like a gun humper. Yeah. Like, I whoa. just wonder, like, it just in, in all of this, I, I feel like this says so much about like what is the unthinkable for mm-hmm. people, like, what's their cliff, the cliff you jump <laughs> off, right? So, I feel like if, if the idea of like, okay, you just can't accept that just. Maybe the show wasn't that good. Right. Or maybe she just didn't do a good job at the role. And it's just that simple. Like, yeah. it's just, why Why is that unthinkable to you? Like, that's just, she just didn't do a good job. It's or, some, yeah. Or that, like, everything ain't no conspiracy. That's just like. She could just be washed. And she's she could also, just be washed. Or yeah. just, <laughs> she might just be washed. And she's, she's we've already seen the peak of the, what the out, content. It could be that simple. Be. You know what I'm saying? But like, why does it's just this whole. But I like, just love that. You know, we ain't talk about we ain't talk about uh, I, you guys already talked about like like the papers that what's the name got Biden got the uh, classified Document? documents. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It could just be like he. Oh, yeah. yeah or right. like or just like, oh, damn, I had a binder of 40 pages. And then yeah. the last three were classified. I just ain't look at all. The, I just ain't do my homework. I ain't look at all. You know what I'm saying? So I yeah. just. It could, it be, could that, be that's oh whoopsie daisy. That Mindy Kaling is at a point in her career where she has so many different irons in the fire that yes. she just kind of was like, I don't know, yeah, good enough, you know. Spread right. thin. I need a quick. I'm gonna make a quick two million while I'm working on this other thing, right. playing this role. I while just, I'm working on Walmart, on Walmart eight, gig. Yeah, eight different fucking streaming services who want a new show and yes. don't and don't want to hire a new person of color. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> only yeah. With a, an old standard to true. help with yeah. their, uh, you know, with their. Yeah, the the day, right? And I'm She's, not going to get that check until 2025. Right. So I just need this check now. The other so thing, I'm going to phone it in. I think the yeah. other thing that people need to realize, too, is she's not even the fucking showrunner of this show. Right. Like this guy, Charlie Ga- Grandy is. She's right, she's listed as an executive producer, and I don't know how much you know whatever what her involvement is because that's another thing you'd have to actually really delve yeah. into to understand how much influence she had. Because yes, yeah. you can be an EP at, or like a showrunner is t- typically like an executive producer, but also for a talent that big, and she's also a voice actor. That's mostly her her management and her agents like negotiating that's, that right. title. That for is her a contract on the show. Uh, that's not a thing to be like. It's and you you're at the steering wheel, but. Yeah, right. Whatever. It's how much money you get in uh, on the back end. And also it, what it essentially means is how this show got sold. It's like, I oh, we like have been killing attached. And I think people totally. don't realize how little a shit people give on some shows that they work on, too. Which I is think, kind yeah, of wild from the outside. Fan. I can people tell are you. dead inside. I mean, I know I have people <laughs> working on shows that win awards and they are fucking they're like, man, I can't wait to get the fuck up out of here, man. Yeah, bro. Like, you ain't want an Emmy the script. The script ain't. It's just like the. The email comes in from your booking agent mm-hmm. and you scroll down to when and how yeah. much. Right. And you're yeah. like, oh, oh yeah. it's like it's like three months. Make this much. I just yeah. show up on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right. They don't go. They don't right. go. What's what's going to be the societal impact 
of no. right. <laughs> yeah. And I think can that's I see, the other part. Can I view the finished product before it goes out to make sure that it's up to my... No. There's no. only a few people who really are moving like that in the industry. And yeah. like, you know about it. Anyway, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not here to cape for her or say that she did or didn't do this. But I just love that a show like this was bad to the point that people are like, this is intentional to fuck up a movement. Yeah. While others were like, ah, where'd the yeah. white people go? I liked my show where people were dressed up as monsters under yeah. masks. I like the Okay, fuck? yo, watch the old one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They're still in the case. Watch the old one. Exactly. But mm. who knows? Uh, with the streaming services, it might not even be available. True. Who the fuck knows? Anyway, Prop, thank you so much for joining us oh, my on this pleasure. wonderful Friday every time. episode. I'd do this yes. every day if I could. Please, please. Uh, I might take you up on that eventually. But um, where can people find you and follow you, support you and all that? Yeah, man. Prop Hip Hop is all my socials and my website, prophiphop.com. You know, we got music. I just dropped a new record, which is our new song. And uh, I got a cold brew, Terraform cold yeah. brew. Super delicious that Miles has already co-signed. Yeah. So Prop Hip Hop, that's it's everything. It's thick, too. I really, sh I got to shake, you got to shake the can too. You do got to shake You know what I mean? Cause when I'm like, oh, that's all the good bit at the end. <laughs> there you I'm go. Like, that's there the you caffeine go. right there. Uh, what's a, what's a tweet or other work of social media that you're enjoying? Yeah. Okay. So this makes it better when you understand the dude that tweeted this guy's name is Jonathan Merritt. He was, uh, he's, he's a journalist. He wrote for Atlantic and also for religious news services. This is where it gets crazy. So he's a, He's from Georgia, Georgia Bulldog fan. Okay. His dad is like a SBC, like Southern Baptist Convention pastor. He is queer mm -hmm. and he lives in New York. So okay. just lay all those intersections. His background, on. now he's in New York. So okay. you got a you got a queer liberal man who's actually trained in Southern theology. Right, right, right. Right. Who's so from it, yeah. So this guy tweets, and he he quote tweets, this guy tweets, God is never portrayed or presented as being feminine from this book he read. Mm -hmm. So then Jonathan goes, never. Queer man. Never. Except for when the writer of Deuteronomy describes God as a mother eagle hovering over her offspring. And except for in the book of Job, when Job speaks of God as having a womb and giving birth to the frost of heaven. Never. Except for in Psalms, when God is figured as a midwife attending to the delivery of their children. Oh, and except for in Isaiah, when God is spoken of as a, a nursing mother. Oh, and never, except <laughs> for when Hosea images God as a mama bear gathering her lost cubs. Oh, and yes, when Jesus is described himself as a mother hen. Oh, and the kicker, when this guy says he was born again, which means that, to borrow from Jesus, he was born of the spirit. And since you can't tell these people that men can give birth, only women can, mm -hmm. it means that <laughs> God is spoken in feminine languages. Happy Mother, Happy Monday, I'm out. There it is. It's Friday, is, too. We love I that. I was like, yo, when you saying born again, that's feminine. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, so it's like, like, yeah. Yeah, he didn't come out the dick hole of the Savior He didn't come out the something. dick hole of Jesus, y'all <laughs> yeah. say it? Come on now. <laughs> I love I that, that, but possibly we're all just like the kidney stones of Jesus. Right. To be <laughs> right. Reborn. It could be. It you could never be know. his rib. We, yeah, see, yeah, and look, that's where you yeah. come in with your like manosphere church. Well, yeah. you know, actually, <laughs> there are ways to pass things through. Anyway, uh, what about great. you, Matt? Where, do, where can people find you and follow you, listen to you, and what's a tweet you like? Oh, bro. So first of all, I want to thank you guys. Thank you for having me on again. Yeah. Very important. 
on uh, January 28th in San Francisco, if you're going to be in San Francisco Sketch or Fest? if you would like to fly there at 10 p.m., we are doing a live pod yourself a gun, which is Let's my go. Sopranos rewatch podcast for SF Sketch Fest. And our guest will be your very own Anna Hosni. Oh, hey! Where's that at? What venue? Uh, over at Piano Fight Theater. It's going to oh, be. Yeah. Really, really fun. It's our our first ever live Pod Yourself a Gun show. So we're very excited. We're pulling out all the stops. But uh, yeah, we'd love for you guys to buy tickets. SFSketchFest.com. Yeah. Or just Google Pod Yourself a Gun SF Sketch Fest, and it'll take you to the page where you can buy tickets. Woke up this morning. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's right. We would have been Pod up there. Yourself a gun. Yeah. It's really fun. And there's going to be, yeah. uh, we're going to have clips. We're going to be talking about that terrible movie. Oh, uh, yeah. get it uh, all. Which I think was wonderful. The Many Saints of Newark. I think it was secretly a, a plot by David Chase to say fuck you to all the fans of The Sopranos. Damn. Oh, so it was a psyop? It, it was, was a psyop. psyop. Honestly, wow. that's yeah. my. Hey, my take that to your live show. Break, yeah, break down. <laughs> I'm going to break down my uh, this is a psyop movie uh, because, <laughs> yes. yeah. Right. He, he always wanted to be a filmmaker and he ended up being, you know, creating the best TV show of all time, but it was right. never enough for him. And so he decided to make a movie just to piss off all of the uh, intellectual fans of The Sopranos. I love that. I will add this. And mm-hmm. I just saw Anna pop off, but I swear on mamas and my hood, on the set, on mm-hmm. everything that I w- was going to say this, that Anna's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So I could totally imagine, like, y'all on this thing together. I'm like, she... Go, go check her sub stack out. She has a sub stack right now. Mm-hmm. And homie is funny. Fucking like, I was like, good God, she's funny. She's yeah. hilarious. We've had her on, yeah. you know, to talk about the Sopranos. We we had her on just recently for the uh, Pod Yourself, The Wire, which is now our The Wire Rewatch podcast. Yeah. And uh, she's just, uh, she's my favorite. And I was like, uh, we we need to book a guest. And she's right here. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, she's going to be in town. And so it ended Perf. up being perfect. It all works out. And, all right. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Get your tickets. What is it? January 28th at the Jan- Piano Fight Bar. 28th. Yeah. January 28th, 10 p.m. Or theater. Piano Fight yeah. Theater. Theater. We uh, hope you will be there. It's truly going to be a good time. And yeah, you can uh, find out more about it, you know, on the internet. But, uh, yeah, just Fantastic. come. Anyways, uh, at Matt Lieb on Twitter, uh, at Matt Lieb Jokes on Instagram. Here's a tweet that I love Recently, this is from Kai Comedy, stand-up comedian. Uh, he said, Dear white people in Los Angeles, not everything is a gunshot, and the thing you heard definitely wasn't. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That's he is so, so real. funny. Speaking that, facts. It's so true. <laughs> I can't tell you the amount of people that oh, I've run man. into who they hear like the slightest bump. They go, what do you think that was? And I'm like, I think it's I think it's January 31st and we live in the, in L.A. You, I think I and and look, I live in Boyle Heights. I live in East L.A. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, it goes up. Oh, you hear that? It's like, oh, it's lunchtime. So yeah. it's, it's, right. Somebody and on a lunch what's break. Funny, Yo, in some, some I areas someone do that when it was uh, it was just trash day. I was like, that was a That was a truck. Oh, yeah. That was a, a truck, truck with a trash. I'm not can. joking. I'm not joking. Fell. What do you think a gun sounds like? When I was living in North Hollywood, my spot was back in an alley. And mm-hmm. these kids, they would do after school blow ups in the alley, like yes. at 1 p.m. And I'm like, and I remember her manager's like, oh my God, what's that? I'm like, man, it's bored ass kids. They got kids. a bunch of M80s and shit. I don't know. Kids. They're doing their thing. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, the, you'll so, know the cadence of. Uh, 
firearms. That's great. Yeah, yeah. You won't, hopefully yeah, you won't. You don't hear to. the listen. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I'll add to that. If you don't hear the right after, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it wasn't a gunshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 They're not just they're not just <laughs> shooting pistols in the air for fun. Well, let's see. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray, obviously, and uh, the other podcast we got, Miles and Jack got Mad Boosties, where we talk the NBA every week, and also talking ninety day fiance on the other podcast. 420 day fiance uh tweet i like is from dr ken at underscore ken mims d uh tweeted a scammer called today and said very quickly that he needed my social security number for the debt that i owe to the federal government i told him it was 281-330-800 foe and oh, he hung up in my face because my dog's about to blow if you don't work you don't eat you don't grind and you don't shine so the next Let's time you come go. up to me and that's how i blew put that on your mind okay oh, shout out mike jones, jones. Woo. Oh. back then they didn't want me now i'm hot they're all on me they're, wow on. look at you who is matt lee listen who matt is, different he already mac, we already mike established jones. that earlier you different I'm different. I enjoy <laughs> rap. Yeah. From he can, the 90s. Right, He'll spit the whole still tipping everything, even the yeah, slim thug first. You know what I mean? Anyway, so I, I just love any any reference to the Mike Jones phone number. I'm just like. <laughs> Me too. It's like the Snooky note or like the it's note from Jersey Shore. It's definitely a test as to do you get it or not. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm judging you. You're in a category. I'm like, oh, yeah. You if that. you know 281-330-8004, then... I had a fuck. I remember when the album came out, they were like the, I remember my homie was like on the street team and they had these like, remember those like black rubber, like Livestrong type yeah, 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 bracelets yeah. everybody had back then? They had a Mike Jones one that was like all black, but it had 281-330-800. Hit, <laughs> hit Mike Jones up on the low and I was like, I remember thinking it was so cool and the person I was dating at the time was like, what? That song's not good. Um, and that was the beginning of the end. Anyway, uh, you can find you us at Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram, at The Daily Zeitgeist on... No, no, at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter, at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. Whatever, y'all already know anyway. I feel like I'm saying this shit over and over. Uh, and what else? Uh, we got a Facebook fan page. Uh, <laughs> well, website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. 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 There we go. Thank you so much for having my back on that one, where we post all the episodes the articles we talk about and the song we're going to ride out on. That song is going to be No Face, No Case by the Ooh. man, A-Star, who is, you know, like the king of like Afro dance. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh, and this track is just, it, it, you know, it's Friday. Put this No Face, No Case on. Don't get don't get in your like, don't get in grime mode, but, you know, enjoy it in a, with a safe, at a safe volume. But hey, if you want to blow the, <laughs> like, the doors off your Civic, go all the way with it. So this is No Face, No Case by A-Star uh, with Azola Dlamini uh, is the featured artist on it. All right. So uh, we will check you out then and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. West West. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. 
To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 